Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome, everyone. Tonight, we have an amazing rundown of guests. We have Claire Crawley, Tenley Leopold, formerly Molzon. We have Daniela McBride, who you may remember from Sean's season. We have Heather Martin from um, Colton's season slash Matt James's season. We have Becca Tilly and Kendall Long. We have Carly Waddell. And oh my goodness, am I, is that it? Did I cover all of our guests tonight? Oh, Crystal Nielsen. How could I forget? Crystal Nielsen. All these girls are going to come on and chat with me. This episode is very special. It's sponsored by Uber Eats. I was packing last night and oh my gosh, our drugstore is so far away. And obviously it's not easy for me to just pack up a car these days, you know, you know, pack up and get in the car and just run an errand. You know, it used to be no big deal. Like I'll, I'll just go and it's nothing. But now it's like, do I have the diaper bag? Do I have formula and fresh bottles and diapers, strap them into the car seat, go there, get in the, oh, like put them in the stroller, put them in the carrier, keep them in the car seat, carry them in. Everything is lugging, lugging, lugging. I try to run as little errands as possible. So when I realized that I didn't have any um, like toiletries that were travel size, cause I didn't want to pack a, like a checked bag. I decided to Uber Eats yesterday. Um, I Uber Eats toiletries, travel size toiletries. It was awesome um, because the next morning before my flight, I just got on the app and I tap, tap, tap. And within an hour, I had my toiletries to my door. So much easier. I was able to, you know, kind of go about my morning in a in the calmest way possible the day that, you know, me, a mom, takes off for her first baby-free trip. And then we utilized Uber Eats again tonight for this Girls' Night podcast. We not only Uber Eats dinner, of course, and we got got the best food. We got like onion rings. We got mini sliders. We got tacos and nachos from our favorite places in D.C. from our favorite places in LA. Um, we also, and we Uber Eats even things that we needed for girls night that wasn't food because again, Uber Eats is not just for food anymore. They're there for convenience. They're there for toiletries. They're there for groceries. So we were able to actually Uber Eats last minute, some robes, some slippers, some face masks, even um, some nail polish, I think, for uh, our girls night so that we would have not just some good food and drink, but also some, you know, girls night spa essentials. And now... It is time to bring in my guests after I blabbered about how we set the scene tonight. So let's welcome Claire Crawley, Daniela McBride, and Heather Martin.
I'm sitting around a table in California for the first time with some first time in many moons with a couple of my favorite ladies from The Bachelor. We got Crystal Nielsen to my left. Hello. We have Tenley. Wait, what's your new last name? Leopold. Leopold. <laughs> Tenley Leopold. <laughs> Although not her Instagram handle, which we are currently working on. All right. And then we have Carly Waddell across from me. Carly, you never change your last name, right? Yeah. Are luckily. you so glad you did it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so basically we have the mom crew here first. And mm-hmm. it's so this is not just girls night out, it's mom's night out. Um we have besides me, Crystal is the freshest of the new moms. So, it's I been, guess so, yeah, it's 14 been, month old. Yeah. It's what um month do I have to look forward to the most and which month do I have to dread the most? Oh my gosh, you know what? I think it honestly just gets better. As you go on, I would say that five months became really fun. Okay. I think four months is starting to become really fun, but also very tedious because while he's becoming so much more aware and smiley and and everything, he's also becoming like much more in need of entertainment constantly. Oh, well, you know what? Does he notice you when you walk across the room yet? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. I found that so amazing and fascinating where I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like, can tell like I'm here in this room as opposed to just being a, an infant and baby just yeah. like uh, staring into space but I found that right at seven months when she started becoming like really mobile and moving it just became so much fun and from there it just gets better and better okay cool oh cool. yeah I'm excited I mean from my 14 month experience no, so yes, yes, let's yes. try that right now <laughs> well then let's go around the circle because now yeah. Tenley has a two-year-old Oh, no, not yet. Oh. Please don't rush it. <laughs> <laughs> she's only one and a half. Oh, well, my gosh. She's like almost 21 months. Okay. Um, not when do we yet. stop with the months thing? I don't know. I've I think we stop with the months. Two years, yeah. 24 months, right? Tw- okay. Two years? I don't know. Years. I say That's maybe at so much math. I think at one and a half. <laughs> so much math. Because okay. it doesn't well, sound, then. I mean, no offense, you just did it. But is it a little <laughs> silly to be like 22 months? It's like, okay, she's almost two. Well, I don't know. She's like, no, every oh. month is special and different. <laughs> no, at this moment, I totally am trying to like hang on to every moment that is like. I'm mentally oh, trying so to do. Mentally. Four and a half year old yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Month math. Really? Four, four, <laughs> four and a half year old month? No, I do agree. Every month is really special. Oh, every month at this point and every month from there on out is very special. But I feel like there is such a, I, I, there is something in each little month and they're growing so much in that like from I feel like from growth, birth yeah from birth to even two years old there's so much that happens but I month. feel like Rel in the last couple of months has just jumped from being like a baby to this little tiny human toddler thing monster amazing <laughs> creation like she is so much fun and she has so much to say and do, and it's so much fun. But like, so I feel like it kind of counts to count the months. You know what? You make, an, you make an interesting point because I feel like, you know, <laughs> like you. the big thing is to track like every month, like from like um, from birth until 12 months, like you notoriously post like their monthly photo to sure. show how much they've grown and their I development. Have I have mom failed at that. Right? Every mom time. Felt so oh, bad. Every as time long as you have your own. turn like a new month, I'm like, today's the day I'm going to do it. And that's like, nah, haven't done it. It's been four months. Never done it. 
Never done it. Yeah, it's and then, you, but then I, I tried to fake it a few times. I was like, we skip month <laughs> we six. If lot. I do month seven is month six, and when month eight comes, I'll do it in month seven. And then I'd like skip it. Oh, man, now it's all getting wacky. Yeah, it's wait, getting wacky. That's a lot to, to calculate if, there. If, for your mama into like for your mama like hearts, like you have those photos because well, you're sure, taking pictures like a thousand yes, times a day. Oh, yeah. Not on the thing that says the numbers. Right, right. I don't have like him laying on a blanket with a number pointed. Totally fibbed. You know what I did? I actually tried to initially lay Andara next to my dogs, Wayne and Chucky, to show the size of her compared to my dogs, which only went like two months because trying to get an infant child and two dogs to lay on their back and make eye contact with the camera was a very gregarious task that (laughs) did not work. There's probably like 700 photos in my camera roll right now. And I've posted three. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, my I iCloud storage, it. we have such a problem there. I was maxed out on iCloud storage, so the most you can buy before he was born. And I was like, this is just going to get way worse. Wait. Now, I don't know what to do. Like, I have to, I don't know how, I don't Gotta know. Got to upgrade. Know. Is this No, I can't upgrade anymore. That's the thing. I'm upgraded. How many photos much, do you have? Like 70,000. You got to go through and delete your old brand deals. I know, That's what girl, you got to do. I know, I try to do that. You're like then, 2018 to 2020. Why do I find myself like almost sentimental? You're like, I might repurpose this. I might repurpose it. And it's like, oh, look, there was like, oh, there's a FabFitFun box with Nick. Look how young Nick and I are there. Actually, Nick's Benjamin Button, so he looks younger and I look older. Uh, I have 90,600. 90,000? Then how do you have iCloud space? I have you on my iCloud space. What do you mean you have me on my iCloud space? Do you remember when we met up with Alana at that comedy thing? Yeah, like look like yeah, all the way back. Of course, I can go back to like 2011 on my phone, but I, I, I don't want to delete that far. But there's so yeah, many. but I don't like, want to delete I, 2011 no, pictures. I, I really have to just do brand stuff. Brands, <laughs> but brands. I don't delete anything. No, me neither. I'm a digital pack rat. Yeah, me too. Oh, yay! Yeah, y'all, we this have is what a you lot do. You go through whimsical <laughs> attachments and all. I've brought up whimsical <laughs> attachments so many times. Do you want to talk about what a whimsical attachment is? Just to remind the audience, touch. Let's. Let's touch about it. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. it. Touch <laughs> on it and talk about it. That's what you were trying to say. Yes. I was trying, trying to whimsical attachment about it. Yeah. So what is it? Tell so when you have like a whimsical attachment, you're having like this, like it's, I feel like so many women go through this when you just have this desire and um, ideal of somebody in your life, like totally being a part of your life and you just attach to it. You are in a relationship in a sense in your mind, maybe perhaps like the other person's given you a little bit of something and you just attach yourself to that. I've had a couple different, and I feel like Ashley, you've totally taken that on, but you've also proved my whole whimsical attachment thing wrong. Like you had a whimsical attachment. And I said, you know, Ashley, I think you have a whimsical attachment to Jared. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you think the ideal of him and you're, you, you, have this ideal of love for him. And you were like, you needed to meet him in order to know the qualities of people. Yes, to be able to move forward. You need to go and find it another person. And and look at you now. And you are married, married and baby and later. Baby. And I have to go dig myself a hole oh, in that no, sense. No, no, no I'm no. so happy for Thank you guys. Thank you. No, you don't. I, I love that. But a musical attachment, I really truly feel like a lot of people, uh, any uh, single girl, like, hanging out and listening and going like, I just haven't found that person. 
but I have this guy or oh, oh sorry, Carly, sorry, sorry. Carly, single Carly, lady next Carly, to you. Carly, do you have a single or a whimsical attachment in your mind? No. Have I mean, you like had the a Tim whimsical- Riggins and Friday Night Lights? But oh, he is such my. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like ten years ago, it. whimsical attachment. No, I have no. Idea. Okay, well, so Carly has no one apparently. But Carly, have you been on a date in the no. past six months? No. No dates. No. Any dates since like you guys start no. split? No. No dates at all. No. Oh my god! So let's get you on a date. Do you want yeah. to go on a date? Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah, no, I do. It's it's really hard. It's hard um, just situationally because I have the kids so much that I so I have like six nights a month that I can go out where Evan has the kids. So he has the kids every other weekend. So Fridays, I usually drop the kids off at three and then I come home and I order food and I watch TV. Yeah. Just so like really <laughs> you have yeah. six nights, but you really have three. Four. Yeah. Because yeah. like one of those nights. So like I need, Yeah. Right. Um, and then like like Saturday night is a good night. And then Sunday night, I'm kind of like doing like things because I get the kids back in the morning on Monday. So I don't have a lot of time to I don't. Where do you find people? I don't know. I don't I don't even know how to do it. And I don't really know when I have the time to do it. But I'm like really doing OK alone. But yes, obviously, it would be nice to have somebody around. Yes. Crystal sure. Tenley, can we get you guys on the bandwagon of Carly for Bachelorette. I just oh, want really, to say all the famous bachelors. Like you guys should do a full on thing for Carly. Like I don't, it's, I don't know. It's Carly, so would you want you another guys. season of the show, whether it be like paradise or bachelorette question. or either one? You guys, it, it, I haven't proved to be very successful. <laughs> No, no, you did. did. You did. You, 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 you have two kids because of it. You no, wouldn't take uh, it back. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I would. I would redo everything with Evan again. My children are like my most prized possession. They're beautiful. They're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, but I'm. I don't know. The show is so odd, and I don't know that. I don't know. I'm a mom. I we're all moms, but like it's so weird. It's different when you're, you're a mom. mom. You need to do an Emily you're Maynard season and bring the kids aboard. Oh my god, I'm dreaming okay. big. But, but, okay. but, I don't know. But <laughs> like, would you happening. even want to go back onto like a reality like a dating like show? Like, what if? I mean, I would love to watch it. I would love to watch everything go down, Carly. Like, <laughs> I want to see I, Carly and, recap her dates because she's so real and she's raw so and like real. unfiltered. Oh, remember no, that she I feel would like come I'd back at be terrible because I'd be like, oh my god. He was I gross. Yeah. And then they'd be like, you can't hate him. Yeah, I know. You have to like him for two more episodes. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot. But you're the bachelorette that we've always needed. But that would needed. be so good. Oh, that would be so here. good. But I remember like even our season of um, oh, Bachelor in Paradise where you would come back and you you gave us all the details. It was so Sometimes good. Sometimes I'd say too many things. Oh, well. No. No, well, cameras that never makes bad television, Carly, because we only have so many minutes. But I think it would be so much fun to see you as a bachelorette or at least to get to experience you going through it as long as it was good for you. You know, who knows what the future holds? <laughs> now, do you think you'd be nervous going on dates now? Yeah, are sure. you dreading it or are you excited? No, I'm not dreading it. I definitely feel like. I know people say this all the time, but I do feel like it took me a really long time to figure out what I actually need as a human Mm -hmm. and what works with me. And I I feel like what 
there was a lot of things that's, that just previously didn't work. And like now, now I know what that is, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like I, maybe I needed to like, I hadn't had a lot of long relationships. You know, Evan was my longest relationship I've ever had. So I think I needed that to kind of navigate the future. So at least I feel I do feel like I know a direction now, which is good. Yeah. And you've literally never looked better. Like <laughs> she is That's getting so nice. hotter as she gets so older. Great. Isn't it? Like honestly, I was like Botox. Such a That's amazing though. Send me all your units and everything and all the things because I, I, I'm going to start soon. You haven't started, Tenley? No, she's still you're nursing. Still nursing. Yeah. Uh, you're still nursing. Yes. Tonight's Whoa, my girl. intro. Hero. Do you see these things? Really? It's the longest time I've been away from my baby. So has breastfeeding come easy to you? It was like the hardest thing in the beginning. I hated it so much. I remember my mom was in town and I looked at her and I went... I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like I was seriously like, so apart from my own body, like what is this that's happening? And since then though, um, yeah, no, I love it so much. I, what do you love about it? I love that. I, I love, love that. Bond. I love that closeness. I love that I'm giving her something. I, I, but at the same time, just so everybody out there, <laughs> knows I think that is best I think that it's so amazing whatever way you get to have that bond with your with your child Carly and I are like we love our formula <laughs> oh, I, I, just, well, like, I never felt that no, closeness no. like that's what Jade was always like I and, just feel like such an attachment yeah, to that and, with my baby and I never felt that well and I totally think that it's so cool to have that ability to have that freedom too but um this is new to me. Like, and maybe it has to do with the like last year in like, or last two years, even just to be most of our lives have dealt with just being in our own home space. Like I just feed her like, yeah. And, and I don't have any other option. I mean, I um, had pumped for a long time and Taylor would give her a bottle like once a day for a while. And then I looked at him and was like, are we doing this? Like, there's no point. I'm just gonna feed her, and so we mm-hmm. stopped. Ner- uh, stopped giving her bottled, bottled milk, and and I kept nursing her, and I just love it so much, and I miss her so much. But my boobs are filling up. Your boobs look great. <laughs> that is something I so want to talk about. Okay, what's your biggest body insecurity postpartum, post baby? Oh. Crystal? You know, I would I say mean, I, you are I mean, like the is, body, I mean, the body, she's, you know, she's showing her body. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Petal and Pup um, for the crop top. But I would say on a, speaking of boobs, maybe we're just talking about it. But I think it has been like my breasts because I nursed Andara until 11 months and I love nursing and I love the routine of it. Actually, uh-huh. I like I loved waking too. up. I loved yeah. having dedicated breaks where I could mm. just take a time out from work and just sit with her and be present. Mm, that's good. And then I also would sometimes use those blocks initially when she was in the very like newborn stage where I would kind of work or do emails like while she was nursing because you're nursing for like 45 minutes. But um, coming off of of nursing, which has been like, I guess, what, five months now, I feel like my boobs are, are a lot different. Yeah. And I put on this top actually, and I had to adjust the straps. And I was like, wow, the last time I wore this, I was like just five days off of weaning her. 
and to see like the difference. So I've noticed that, but I've also addressed it as an area where it's like, hey, my body has changed and I'm going to love myself no matter what. This is just an area for me to like to work on and work on those push-ups and some chest presses and accept myself as I am. And I'm not going to think less of myself because of becoming a mom. And I think a lot of times I heard, I was so scared to become a mom because of what you hear, what, how your body changes. It's really scary, like un, until you know, and then you go through it and you're like, it was so worth it. Like well, every little change was worth it. Yeah. Kenley, is that your insecurity too? Your, your boobies? Not my boobs. No. I, I feel like I honestly, right after I had my baby, I felt sexier than ever. And I, um, Oh, she's one of those. <laughs> no, I was. No. <laughs> I feel pretty good after giving birth. Um, but like I, as everybody who follows me on social media, think it's the biggest bullshit ever to be like, uh, I feel so beautiful pregnant, like with this glowing no, motherly figure. No, I no, I did not. I was in so much pain when I was pregnant. I was yeah, in but so why, much You never pain. told me like why you were in pain because you weren't nauseous, but like why no, were you? No, you, you couldn't my, sleep. Do we, okay, Ben was on the thing and I didn't want to talk about oh, it. Oh, you did it. Oh, what was it? My bones were like it. broken. Like I felt like my uh, pubic bones were about to bust really? i had spd which is like uh i don't actually symphysis pubic diastasis or something like that um basically you know what happens to your abs mm -hmm. they they separate mm -hmm. your pubic bones separate and i it's so debilitating to where i was basically crawling to the bathroom like on my hands and knees like could barely even do that I couldn't even sleep at night because i couldn't find a comfortable comfortable oh place gosh. no it's 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 actually debilitating and um uh and then i actually suffered through it for a couple months after rel was born but oh, it was way wow. easier when did that set in in your pregnancy yeah. uh 14 for 15 weeks like all of a sudden the first so, 15 weeks so so i will take it you guys might have been throwing up yeah <laughs> i didn't i was like oh i'm great I'm I'm just still running my normal like five miles or whatever, and then all of a sudden I no no, and then all no I was crawling on the floor. I was sleeping on the bathroom floor. That was my normal, and all of a sudden I felt like a caveman, like going on all fours, crawling back to my car to get home from my my run turned into walk turned into crawl because it was all in so, one day. What happened? Yes. Like what? I don't understand what happened so to your body. So what I what I understand is the relaxing in your body that's made to create that separate like to open up your hips and like open everything up to help birth the baby like set in really like quick for me but I also have like a lot of dance and ballet like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. prior injuries and my hips are very slippery and mm -hmm. a lot of like stability is not in there and then the pelvic floor comes in and you're like that's just a mess so um I've got a lot of stuff I have to deal with <laughs> and I don't do you wear a poise pad every day no oh. so it's not like I'm leaking I actually have full-on like Nice, nice, nice drop. You but. know, it's, it, it, you know, it's no big deal. Carly's just sponsored by Poise, but I have been a huge, huge Poise fan over the past couple of months. No, I love Poise, but I haven't dropped anything for a while. <laughs> no, um, you haven't dropped some pee in a while. No, I haven't. I can hold it in really <laughs> good, really, but really the good. Poise pads are there. <laughs> 
Okay. But wait, then what else is going on? You said that you're like, you're dropping things. What does that mean? No, I'm not dropping anything. Oh, no, she's not dropping like any. <laughs> I'm any not dropping or... anything. I can hold it all in. My everything's good. I, it took me a while for recovery to feel like I could even walk again. I remember coming back home after postpartum past the six weeks and like sobbing like Taylor, I can't even walk around our house. Like I, I was just in distress. Like I can't even walk and this is really hard and I don't even know what to do. Oh my gosh. Um, so everybody's story it's in so their different. pregnancy and postpartum is so different. Now mm -hmm. I'm running again. I'm so happy. I still have some of that SPD filling and I feel like it should be talked about more because I feel like I've there's never a, heard of it before. And I thought I was I like either. basically an honorary OBGYN. <laughs> you are pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> you are pretty much. an honorary <laughs> derm, but it's no big deal. Oh, and I would come to you for derm <laughs> for sure. And, but like, like my crotch <laughs> hurts sometimes. Oh, um, but it's, it's really hard to, uh, just be able to get on and move forward with your your body when it feels like it's broken. Like it's so painful, but um yeah, it sounds so tough to deal with. I'm it so was sorry. Hard. Are you feeling good right now? Oh, I feel pretty good. I'm like oh. <laughs> Yeah, you look limber. Yeah, I feel pretty good. But Tenley. No, I I don't even remember where that started from, but like that we're, was my postpartum. We were talking about postpartum insecurities. Yeah. Oh, oh. So I I'm going to tell you what my insecurity was. The SPD was really, really hard, but my insecurity was my my lower abs. Like, okay, so that's same with me because like you and I both like we like showing off our tummies. Yeah, you know our tummies are. Yeah, like, at least for me, it's always been yeah. my favorite part of my body. Right, and it was definitely like I got back to my. I know I'm blessed, and I I can't believe I'm even saying this publicly because I feel bad about it. But like I got back to my normal weight pretty fast. I gained 20, 35 pounds That's during pregnancy. <laughs> and um, I got back pretty fast. Don't know how. I just kind of like, you know, thank you, mom jeans. My mom's, is, is, she did. Um, but like, yeah, there's just like extra skin and like a little bit like just the tightness wasn't there in my abs. Mm -hmm. So then I went to the med spa and I got M-Sculpt Neo. And holy shit, did it work, you guys. Oh my God, I, mean, I want whatever amazing, you just said. Amazing. Crystal's like, <laughs> yeah, you, Crystal's like, you can also do this in the gym. <laughs> yeah. No, well, well, I've done the M-Sculpt Neo. You have. I have. Isn't it? We are not yeah, sponsored by M-Sculpt Neo. And it was amazing because I agree. It was, I did the pelvic floor training. I worked with um, <gasps> pelvic floor physiotherapists. This worked for my pelvic floor. Yes. So Tell me well, yeah. everything. After one, so you do six sessions. It's basically like this weird thing that like contracts your stomach, guys. It's supposed to be the equivalent of 20,000 sit-ups in like with one 35-minute session. Huh. And it, after yeah. one treatment, I realized I wasn't peeing my pants anymore. Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. I know. I was dribbling everywhere Wait, until my first session. That is okay. So I still have such full an body insecurity control, too. But this is an off-brand usage for it. The uh, M Sculpt Neo is like <laughs> this is not what we are made for. But I'm just telling you, that's what and that was. A side you know effect. what was so amazing too was like that. You know, I, we, I could contract even when I was like eight months, nine months pregnant. I could still contract my upper abs, mm -hmm. but my lower abs zero no control. control. None. And so exactly when I did the Neo M sculpt, yeah. I could actually feel my lower abs getting worked, which is so important. Not just, I mean, there's like the material aspect of like, you know, wanting to be toned and like pulling the muscles, but yeah. like it's your core support. It supports yeah. your back. It supports your pelvic floor. Mm. Like it, it's so critical for bending over, reaching, 
picking up baby, picking up the the car seat in the oh. stroller. Like it plays such a important role in your overall lifestyle. It's like it's not just an aesthetic thing. It's yeah. like your physical health. Yes. Can I and rock in a crop top? Throw something in there for all yeah. the people who are listening that never had abs. I've also never had abs. I don't know. You still have <laughs> always been able to rock a crop top. You're doing okay, and you don't. You don't. You also don't have to feel like you have abs. Everybody's also different. The way that they lose the baby weight and all that. Yeah, it's I, it all happens in its own time, and if it yeah. doesn't happen, it's also good. Fine. I will it's say, I my I didn't really feel like myself until at least seven months postpartum, mm-hmm. but really until I finished nursing in eleven months mm-hmm. that I, I really felt like I was in my own body. That. I yeah. remember you asking. It took a lot longer than I thought, surprisingly, but. You know what? It was such an amazing journey. And, you know, I don't regret a single second of it. It was all really special. I love that. And I do remember you asking about when like that would like kind of hook with um, how you would feel yourself. And yeah. I didn't have an answer because yeah. I'm still sacrificing my body. <laughs> but I love it so much, too. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like there's a it whole is bunch a really, of different ways to go about it. I will say this, like. For anyone listening that's pregnant or postpartum and advice to myself for the next round is that 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 postpartum period, I'm going to soak it in so much more the next Mm. time. I'm not going to stress and try to get my abs back like Mm. as fast. And I think there's so much pressure as women to do that. And also, like, you just kind of want to feel like yourself again, right? Like, yeah, there's that's, that that's element, the thing. too. It's just like, oh, feel I, like I, yourself. I, like, I want to feel like me. Thing. I want to yeah. wear a crop top. That's my thing. Yeah, and, and there, there is also, a, like, like, a lot of pressure. But I, I'm so excited for, like, for the next round where I just want to be so much more in the moment with a baby. Because I know now how fast it really goes. Yeah. And it's like... I'm gonna, it's going to be great. I'm going to enjoy that first month where all they do is eat, sleep, and poop. Me too. Because <laughs> Me too. you're like, you're like, you think, Wait, I'm, like, I'm like, motherhood is sleep? easy. Motherhood Can is we? so easy. All I do is hold this baby. And then all of a sudden they come awake to the world at like five or six weeks. And then you're like, oh, oh, um, motherhood is definitely the opposite of easy. But I, okay, Ashley, like, I feel kind of sad that you and I both missed out on that. It sounds like, <laughs> like the sense of like, Motherhood is easy mm-hmm. um, because I just don't know what's going to happen that second round. And I feel like we're going to have these other little babies running around going, mama, mama, mama. And then, oh, my gosh. And petrified even, for that. Yeah, I know. I, I just, oh, and I just want to be able to soak it up the same way. Yeah. Well, Carly, my last question is for you, is for you because you're a mom of two. And sorry for everybody who's tired of the mom talk. You know, we're going to have lots of talk about relationships and other girl stuff later. Um, Carly, how the heck do you throw up while having another little one around when you're pregnant round two? Uh, well, that's a loaded question from my experience, but I would say just you have to have people to help you. Yeah. Like you can't you cannot do it alone. Like you just can't. So. So get an army. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Okay, mom, you're living with me, yeah. but but all I mean, Jared does a fantastic <laughs> job. You know, he has to work. You know, but I got a full time grandma here. She got no other Aww. job. Anyway, okay, ready? Let's get the next round of ladies in. Carly, Tenley, Crystal, so fun chatting with you. Oh, great chatting with you too, girl. <laughs>
What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I have a new panel of ladies. I'm so excited to be joined by. We have Heather. Heather, what the heck is your last name? You just Martin. Go Heather M. Okay. Heather M. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, <Yeah>. M. <laughs> Heather Martin. <laughs> um, then we have Daniela McBride. And you were on Sean season? Sean season. Okay. And, so you're a throwback. Yeah. And Paradise season one. Paradise with season Claire. one. That's right. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. With Claire. Okay. And then we have Claire Crawley next to me. This is Yay. an amazing group of ladies. I love tonight. So much fun. I feel like I could do an hour podcast with like every panel <laughs> uh, for this panel. Let's do like, not like truth or dare, but like sort of like oh, it. Like, no. okay, <laughs> go around. I want to go around the circle and well, Okay, for the two single. Okay, Daniela is in a relationship. She has two. She has a t- set of twins, twins that were born eight months ago. Yes. Um, and you're in a relationship. How long have you been in the relationship for? Seven years. Seven years. Okay. Yeah. But you guys aren't married. Uh, we are not married, but we're. But you're committed married. for life. Yeah, committed for life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now we have. So my question was going to be, when was the last time you kissed a guy? So I'm, I'm talking to Claire oh and Heather oh, now, not Daniela, because uh, Daniela, I'm assuming you probably kissed your probably the, today, probably maybe. today. Yeah. Okay. So Heather, you're notorious. Actually, you're notorious for only I kissed one. Kiss and tell anymore. No, you have to because it's girls' night sponsored by Wait, Uber Eats. Is that Eats. what you're notorious for? <laughs> Yeah, it's apparently not, not kissing really? somebody. No, yeah. she her first kiss was Colton. How does it feel yeah. that your first Wait, kiss was, was with a gay guy? I didn't yes, know that. That was like the thing. I love so, it. So what? now, how do you feel that he's come out? I mean, I everyone's like, it doesn't count. I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't count? Are you kidding me? Like, it was I think like, it counts. It, Why would that much. not count? He's still yeah. a hot guy. I gotten yeah. that a lot of times. I'm like. Yes, it counts. Are you kidding me? That was like the best first kiss I've ever like. Full oh, really bachelor and fireworks. fireworks. Oh, that's like, are you kidding? so cool. Um, it for sure counts. Okay, it for sure. So, um, so was the that your last kiss? Because we all know you tried to kiss stop. Matt James. You tried to kiss Matt, but not like you didn't make a move. Because I don't know if you you guys remember, she made a cameo appearance on Matt's season. No, I I literally am learning. Yeah. She's so beautiful. It's yeah, every guy stunning. Okay, well, she tried to make an appearance and date Matt, it but late. it was yeah. it was a little late. It was too late. Can I ask why? Why didn't you kiss? Him? I I have no idea the background on it. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't anything like i was like i just hadn't like, you just hadn't yeah well okay I, it was like I, it wasn't like i was gonna kiss random person at a bar yeah and do you know what i was what? 19 with my first kiss and i've told okay. this story a number of times on this uh-huh. podcast you know it has been five years on the podcast so obviously stories are gonna be repeated yeah but i was 19 and of course my thing was i'm not just randomly gonna kiss a guy in a bar totally 
a guy randomly kissed me in a bar and that was my first kiss. And it was the grossest, sloppiest. It was not Wait, even any lips. Did you lip. expect anything different they were in a bar? Just straight tongue. It was a, like a hookah bar. It wasn't, it was a, hookah like, it wasn't a hookah bar. It wasn't a hookah bar. You guys, it was f- funnier than a hookah bar. It was a burlesque club. Wow. Yes. So there was. Wait, could you be there at 19? Was it one of the no, dancers? I could not have been there at 19. I knew the owner. Like, no, I knew the owner. So you 21. You just yes. Oh my gosh. And he was just like, dan- this guy was dancing with me and he was like total like, you know, like a rocker dude with like long hair. He was not my type at all. Hot. But he was hot. Like, and now in hindsight, I'm proud of it. Anything less you. Know. <laughs> oh no! I could actually go. Okay, so this is so silly. Like, lots of people keep um, tallies of like, you know, the notches on their bed. Like, how many people they slept with, right? Well, because uh, we all know that, like, I'm limited in that department. I have like, a, I had before I was married, like, a kiss list. And I can go down my kiss list there and I'm pretty go. darn proud of almost every <laughs> single one. And it's like a good quality list. How many guys of you're thinking, okay, so this is how I'm going to trick Heather again. How oh, many no. guys can you think of that you regret kissing or more than? Oh, well, first of all, I'm, I have so many years on you guys. <laughs> no, that's not a fair question. <laughs> yeah, but you've also been in long-term relationships. I have. So, yeah. so there you go. Yeah. So you, you I, get to knock them out. You know what? I would love to say, I mean, I, there's a few that were not the greatest, mm-hmm. but they're what I wanted at the time to find out. And there's only sure. one way to find out is by doing it. For sure. So do I regret it? No. Is there anything I would take back? No, because at the time, that's what I wanted. And mm-hmm. I would have not known that if I hadn't gone for it okay okay so let's just let's keep it to the bachelor now claire were you did you kiss anybody on the on you know any of the seasons Uh uh-huh just give one name of all the guys that you kissed on the show that you were like nah that one was a nah um oh she kissed my husband so that's funny you should did him on the list yeah there's one kiss i remember no i actually kind of like love that Wait. it's like really weird like he's all like you know he's for like, the record i don't remember it that's so. hilarious it was pretty pecky was it like pretty? it was pretty pecky Girl, yeah. i remember okay. that i remember that yeah, okay. that's so funny you guys are about to bungee jump we did bungee jump yeah oh, that's right that's right you know what my ears were ringing. My toes were purple. Like I was not. That's why I don't remember because I blacked out. We were no about to bungee jump over the so ocean. Funny. That's right. Oh, you just brought up a topic that I'm going to bring around. And Lizzie, my best friend Lizzie from not, she's my best friend since 19, so like half my life. She's gonna come on. We're gonna talk about moments we've blacked out with guys, and uh-huh. I don't mean blackout because of drunk because it was so embarrassing. But Claire, <laughs> one name, just give one name. Oh my god, I have a good name for you. Okay. Should I give you your probably your what, most embarrassing what are you kiss? Asking? What? Your most like the kiss that you regret the you most regret. from the Bachelor franchise. Okay, um, you can give it to me. What do you think? What about that guy from Winter Games, the one with like the accent who's like Claire, Claire, <sighs> Christian, Christian? Did you oh. kiss him? I don't. She doesn't like, remember again. It. <laughs> if, if I did, it was not memorable. <laughs> so maybe that's one. <laughs> Wait, is that the the guy you dated on? No, engaged my fiance, my ex fiance Benoit. Yeah. Oh, Benoit. Oh, Benoit. 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 But you don't regret greatest. that kiss. Oh, I no, remember no, Christian. No. I remember Christian. Not, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Benoit is amazing. That's he really okay. is amazing. Look, that's a non-regret. That 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 yeah. Not at all. He he is one of the still to this day one of the greatest guys I know. Aww, he's such so a gentleman. Sweet. He is the perfect example of when a relationship doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. He is so graceful and he is so Aww. humble and he is the sweetest 
kindest human being in the entire world. Oh, like, so, he's so wonderful. So of your two past fiancés, do you like Benoit the most? <laughs> yes. I, I, and you know, <laughs> yes, that times 10, yes. Aww. Times 10, I will tell you, even though that relationship, because there's a lot of relationships that run their course and serve their purpose and not all relationships are meant to last. Mm -hmm. But I think if a relationship doesn't last, that's okay. You get what you get from it at that time. And it serves some sort of purpose. And our relationship, Benoit and I did not work out, but just logistically and everything. But he has so much respect for me and I have so much respect for him. And we both just, it was the most mature thing ever because it was honest and yeah. real and genuine. Yeah on both sides and that's what made it special and that's what still makes it special oh i love that really yeah me too <laughs> really so things things don't always work out it's it's the truth that matters it's he's, how you handle he's it. from france right uh, he's from canada 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 i was gonna say there's something about guys that i'm not trying to stereotype because i'm with someone who's american but who's european or canadian or uh -huh. something they're like more real almost sometimes i don't know like romance wise I'm just thinking, like, maybe that's where he brought in, like, a difference. A I don't bit. know if it's... It's... Authentic? I don't know. I don't know if it's um, a cultural thing. It's def... I, I think it's human to human. It's human... You mm -hmm. either have, have it or don't. integrity yeah. or you don't. Yeah. yeah you know? Sure. So I don't think it, it depends what, where you land on the map, you know? Yeah. True. But I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, let's go around i'm gonna let oh, heather no. off the hook no i'm gonna let her okay. off the hook because i used to hate my biggest insecurity when i was like super innocent and i had no experience was <laughs> when <way>. people <laughs> was when like, i was heather <laughs> this is oh, I and heather i was here for a very very long time i didn't have my second kiss until i was i guess i was 20 okay Oh, no, no, maybe I was 19. Maybe I had two kisses at 19. But, like, I was not experienced in that department until, like, 21. <laughs> I was and 21. if you watched watch Chris Soul's season, it didn't seem like I had too much experience going into that one either. Anyway, so, um, but, yeah, my, my least favorite thing was when people would, like, play, would you, like, have never have you, never have I ever. And I was like, oh, my God, everybody in this circle of people is going to know exactly that I'm the most virgin virgin in the entire it. world. So I'm not, I'm not going to I mean, not there. that I really care, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. That. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Thank you. Okay. So let's go around the circle for a second and talk about a moment in which we were so embarrassed while flirting with a guy or trying to be flirty with a guy because maybe you weren't successful in the moment. Okay. Heather, would that be Matt? Would that be? Would that Probably be? not. No? I, there's, a worse, <laughs> there's, a, there's a time Probably that you blacked out that was more embarrassing? Oh my gosh, probably. I'm trying to think. I mean, like you, Ashley, like yeah. I was a very much fangirl. So of like, the show. Was, no, just in general. Oh, like, just, like, like all things. Just like, yeah. yeah like yeah, you yeah. know, like your Jonas brother is like, yeah, yeah I was my, like, my story actually has to do with a Jonas brother. Yeah, no, no, no. So I'm going to tell the story. Do you remember the story? Do you never remember? She's She's coming coming the jingle ball? The jingle ball. Yes, yes, we're going to get to it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the question is when I was embarrassing. I've been so embarrassing. Like I have the most embarrassing <laughs> stories. I can't, I don't even know what, what's the most embarrassing. No, come all. on. Just pick one. Um, no, I've done like a lot of like celebrity stalking, like with like teeny bopper oh celebrities. Gosh, I didn't know we had this in common. No, we totally do. We <laughs> oh yeah. Like I can't even talk about it. I'm embarrassed, but there was this one guy that I was like obsessed with. 
Can you give us a hint to like his celebrity? You don't probably, no one knows him probably. Anyways, I was not 21 yet, but he was, um, I've been to like three of his things, like <laughs> his concerts. Okay. No, like they weren't even, he like didn't even have concerts. Like it was like, he was like, like had like, he had like something at Capitol Records. I was in college, like my freshman year of college and I went and there was like me, I took my two sisters and like my two best friends. I thought it was really like a big thing. We were the group. There was no one else. Two other people. I went to like four of his things and then I snuck in to his concert before I was 21 with like a fake Eddie because I wanted to go so, so bad. Mm-hmm. It was so embarrassing. I just, I, mean, I feel I'm like so you're getting very flustered right now. <laughs> I'm talking about it. <laughs> like, like his mom, so I ended up like knowing his cousin. Okay. Down the road. And Wait, his- did you like try to get in through the cousin route? <laughs> Don't worry. I've done such embarrassing things like, as on well. On a podcast, I feel embarrassed talking about this. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've made my sister hook up with guys that were like siblings and teammates totally. and brothers and all that. Anyways, I, yeah. Like, long story short, I went to like a million of this guy's <laughs> things. Ended up like, yeah. Sneaking in before I was 21. He knew. His mom said I was a super fan. Like, I went. But you're like, so pretty. Like, was he like looking at you? I I have no idea. No, probably not. I was embarrassing. I was so embarrassing. But <laughs> I just like I'm my like, fellow fangirl. <laughs> I'm just pointing to her over there. I just like yeah, like went to so many things and like snuck in, stared at him, like thought I was like the only one in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've definitely he done knew that. Who I was, his mom. Knew yeah, who I yeah, was. His yeah. His cousin knew who I was. I ended up like me and his cousin are still like one of my like best guy friends. Called me a super fan. But did he, like, ever give you, like, did he ever try to, like, talk to you? <clears throat> he, like, talked to us. I remember, like, one time, <laughs> one time, like, I went to his, like, third concert. Like, he knew who we were. We're, like, we're super fans, like, mm-hmm. quote, unquote. He, like, said, like, oh, my gosh, you look beautiful, darling. I like, went to the bathroom and, like, fell to the floor. Like, <laughs> literally yes. against the wall, knees down. Yes, like, yes, yes. Best thing in my life. Um, but Yeah. That was like my life. Okay, great. Well, that yeah. was my life too. So, so embarrassing. I've never related harder. But like, it makes me so happy, like thinking about those memories. But oh yeah, I still do it to this day. Oh yeah, yeah. like I yeah. think I think back on how embarrassing I was as well. Like, so embar- like I thought <laughs> so it was super cool too. Like we would be like three years older than most Jonas fans. Okay, maybe like five years older than most Jonas. Fans. <laughs> yeah, and we would show up in like the sluttiest outfits and the <laughs> highest heels and be like. They're not looking at you. They're looking at us. It was like the most you embarrassing thing You do what you gotta ever. do, girl. Yeah, yeah. You do it what you like, gotta do. It makes you so happy. If I like want to die inside. Yeah, I can't think about it too deeply because yeah. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Okay, Daniela. <laughs> embarrassing moment with a man. Okay, I actually have a celebrity one. Yeah. So I, I'm i trying to relate to when you guys said the dating one. I hope it's I not like, the story you just told me outside. <laughs> no, I will definitely <laughs> That one goes to the grave. Yeah, that I can't share. That will go to the grave. We have multiple celebrity ones. I like it. That one's but a good one, though. That one's a really good one, but I don't know if I could share that. Um, but I will say that I was an intern at Entertainment Tonight when I first uh, moved to L.A. And I remember I was at the bucket list for Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw's. Uh, it was like a movie they were doing. And Tim McGraw, I thought, was just like, obviously, he's so much older. He's like, you know, but he's just so sexy and cool and whatever. And I was so young. I was an intern. And I just seen him interview. And all of a sudden, like, somehow I'm... It's got to be for the blind side, yeah? Blind side. Yes, blind side. And somehow I end up at an elevator with me and Tim McGraw. 
And I'm like, oh, my God, Tim McGraw and me in the elevator, no one else. And he's like, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, yeah, um, what are you doing here? And I'm like, uh, I'm an intern. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, you did really great in there. Like, <laughs> I remember after that, like, elevator ride, like, he's like, all right, well, it's so great to meet you. And I was just like, I left it thinking, like, I am mortified. Like, why would I tell him he did so great in his interview? And I just remember it was like a moment for me. I'm like in the elevator with Tim McGraw and I'm like, this is my one time. And I told him he did good in an interview. Well, it's but- okay because he's so married. So it's like, yeah, you could he be was embarrassing. Married. You yes. could be fangirly. One time I went up to Henry Cavill at the Justice League premiere and I said, <laughs> you were so good. You were the most Superman-y Superman you've ever been. The most Superman-y Superman you've ever been in what all of this. And he was like, thank you <laughs> and then i walked away he had no interest right you it's know what awkward. though i feel like that says a lot i feel like that says a lot. i get what you're saying on you that. think i you. absolutely get what you're saying I was, on basically that basically i was saying you're the most christopher reed because you there have been. been so there are so yeah. many other options as superman yeah. correct yes it's not like he's the only one right so he's the closest to, to like what yes. you would idealize Which as like, the yes. biggest compliment. Yes. I yeah. know. Thank you, I fully Claire. understand that. Exactly. Yeah, I, I would agree. Thank you. Yeah. That's a proud moment right there. Thank <laughs> you. does not know his Superman, you know? <laughs> trivia. Like, get <laughs> a grip. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Claire, now, now your story. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, tell me the question again. Okay. So, <laughs> the, like a time that you blacked out because you were so embarrassed by flirting or anything like that. Okay. So this one was super embarrassing, but it ended up really, at the time, really good. Okay. So <laughs> there was this, there was this, it was a while ago, but there was this actor that I just. He's like all celebrity stories. I know. Good thing mine's a celebrity story. celebrity story too. That's why they're so, that's why they're so cringy because if it was a regular yeah. dude, we'd be like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. So this one, he's, he, yeah. So somehow we ended up talking on social media. And found out what city he was in. And it was happened to be the weekend that I was going to be in that city. And I just did a little bit more research and <laughs> found out where he, like, I think it was social media, but found out the bar that he was going to be at. And been I there, done tried that. to act <laughs> so coy about it. I literally tell you. Uh, and I'm telling you, this, this definitely paid off. But I walked in and I was like, I could not play it cool. I was like, what, what do you do? And he's like, you knew I was, you know, you knew I was here. Because I had commented on his social media. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. And then I showed really up and he's like, I was like, well, just, I could not play it off at all. But we ended up laughing about it because I was okay. not, not even cool about it at all. Like it was very obvious. And then we ended up just talking that night and then became friends. Oh my God, that's awesome. And when I say friends. Yeah. Yeah. We became friends. <laughs> This is the girl thing I wanted. Okay. So mission um, accomplished. <laughs> so without going into too many details of my friends um like experience with um the Jonas brothers. Yeah. Um let's just say that like we, we were friendly at this point. You know, mm-hmm. I had been on a couple of bachelor seasons. We had hung out with them at like uh we they'd hung out with them a few times. Okay. Yeah. And 
she was always like having the best time and joe was always joe is like my guy okay so heather as you understand like <laughs> totally understand, when yeah. we talk yeah. about like you know band guys like she had somebody and then i was I <laughs> okay so <laughs> she's like <laughs> Nick was her crush and like my crush was you always Joe. Joe. Yeah. So, but Joe always had a girlfriend and whenever like the few times that we hung out with them, he always like had the girlfriend there. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, at that point in my life, I was like, you know what? I am just thrilled to be invited. Okay. <laughs> I was just super thrilled to be invited. It's okay. Um, but then there was a time when I was single because duh, I was always single until I got married basically. <laughs> and then, and he was what I presumed was single, but he was actually like dating Sophie Turner for like, maybe like, I don't know, six weeks or something leading up to this. Okay. It was a jingle ball after party. So it was right across from Madison Square Garden our friend to the show and fellow iHeart amazing woman, Tanya Rad. She was like, you can come to the DNCE after party with me. And Joe was over by the, and he like knows my name and everything. So he, did you watch Bachelor? Or he's, no, this is like because I was like, a super fan. No, it's because honestly, it started as me. <laughs> Nothing to do with the Bachelor. No, like, I think he may have known my name before the Bachelor because That's I was amazing. an insane super fan. Okay, so happy about I mean, that. remember like when when my Bachelor picture came out? It said Ashley Akinetti has been to over twenty seven Jonas Brothers concerts. That. So like he knew me as a creepy fan, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Which she's on like TV. An accomplishment. So maybe she's not creepy anymore. <laughs> I don't know. So. Anyway, I thought he was like single and he was standing over by the bar by himself. And like my friends were talking to other people and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. I love a girl who knows what she wants. Okay. Oh, and actually previously in the (laughs) night, um, he was getting off stage and we were backstage and we, we, um, pass each other backstage and he was like i think he even said hi ashley and like gave me a hug oh my god yeah you're like this is it i'm like i'm like <laughs> well I'm like, Mary. Oh my god. <laughs> this, this has been worth the wait one thousand percent yeah yeah so i was like having feeling gutsy you know yeah and then i went over to him <laughs> by the bar and i go hey you know my friend's talking to your friend um and i thought you know, we've always been in like each other's presence, but we've never really talked. So, hi. What's up? Yeah. Ashley's got game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then that's bold. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I like, yeah. I just went up and I like did it and like, I said it. it. Yeah. And then he turns to me and he goes, hi. And just stares. And then nothing else. Oh. What'd you say? And then I said, hi. <laughs> hey. And I walked away. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, no, no, no. So I literally, he literally said hi and in no way wanted to engage in conversation with me. So I you just like tell. took a sip like, and I got out of Are there. you sure he heard what you said? <laughs> Did he hear what you... I don't know. All the music that, is just taking yeah, like, toll. Lizzie's nodding over there. She knew. He knew. He knew. I think that he was probably just like dating his future wife and was like, I know this girl's right. trying to flirt with me and I'm not, not down. Right. But that's odd still. <laughs> But at least so you had the confidence to go up and do it. I respect that's that. Cool. I, did I definitely I, respect that. That's cool. I think that's cool. But do yeah. you like? Do you look back on that moment and you're like, I wish I wouldn't have? Or do no. you look back on it going, no. I still did that. I still do it. Of it's course. a really funny story. It's and a great it's story. Sharing I like blocked it out until my friends brought it up a couple weeks ago, and I was like, Holy shit, that is so funny, so embarrassing, but bold and like a story to always but tell. So bold. And here I am, even like openly talking about on the podcast because i think it's you know 
it's, did you like feel happy after like no i felt demoralized sad? okay i ran okay. up to lizzie and i was like yo like that wasn't it <laughs> your friend uh yeah no not no like, let's get out of here let's get out of here and yeah. i'm done yeah Gosh. Did you chalk it up to a win or a loss? I definitely at the time a, a loss, but really? I think like now in my like more mature state, think it's probably a win. Of course. How many girls That's do you think story? have that opportunity? For sure. Yeah. You, for sure. you took it thanks yeah. I like the fact it. that you're bold in that like that's like it never feels bad like, <laughs> that's, like, that's yeah. the thing like I went up and like my voice wasn't even shaking you're like I can do this just yeah. so yeah, confident like, heck yes wow, guys, like you manifested is, that moment been, like, the most fun ever <laughs> I don't want this podcast to end <laughs> but it is time to say goodbye you know it sounds like the Mickey Mouse Club song and bring in another group of girls yes love you guys thank you so thank much for you. joining <laughs> We are now joined by Becca Tilly and Kendall Long, which both of you are in like, well, you're not in new love relationships. <laughs> Becca's in an old love relationship, which is still fresh and beautiful and young, but like publicly new. And then Kendall, you just also had like a hard launch with your boyfriend. This is like this hard launch thing. This is like, this is a new thing, right? They call it hard launch. Yeah, I didn't kids even know that was a kid. This yeah. is the Gen Z thing that yeah. we're trying to like yeah. pick up on. Yeah. So like, <laughs> apparently, saying that. I'm like, what is a hard launch? So like, you just posted him. I'm like, what am, I, what am I supposed to do? Oh, that's me. You gave no hints beforehand that you were in a relationship or did oh. you? No, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, no, it was for me. I was just like, I, I wanted to get confidence in him, in our relationship, like feel really solid. I was like, then we're just going for it. Yeah. And Becca had the the softest of launches for a long time. Lots of little clues, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, I talked about just... being in a relationship. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think there was speculation, but it was, um, I that's why I didn't even know. I was like, is this a hard launch or a soft launch? I don't, I don't know. It's a launch. It was, yeah. it was a launch. <laughs> um, you guys, if uh, you're listening and you're like, I'm lost right now, well, then you obviously don't listen to the Almost Famous podcast very regularly <laughs> because we talked about both of these uh, newly released relationships. <laughs> Becca um, has been with Haley Kyoko for four years now. And Kendall has been with her boyfriend. I'm sorry. What's his name? Mitch Sagely. Mitch Sagely since Valentine's Day. You guys made it official on Valentine's Day. Yep. How long were you dating before Valentine's Day? Um, since like early-ish December. On his birthday. Aww. Well, the day before his birthday is when we met. Aww. Yeah. Okay. So you were telling us earlier, this is girls night, you know, this <laughs> <Yes>. is, <laughs> thank you to Uber Eats for the most amazing <clears throat> girls night. Uh, we're going to have a really cool mentalist in the next segment, but right now we got to catch up on like the girl talk, right? And that's girl talk always has to do with relationships. So <laughs> got to know about how you met and like the sparks that you felt early on and all that. So we met through a mutual friend, one of Mitch's volleyball friends, and we did a little pregame before going out. And um, the the one thing that really had me uh, impressed by him is that we were talking about life that could potentially be on other planets. And I was like, oh, there's this moon off of Jupiter that could potentially harbor alien life. He's like, oh, yeah, Europa. And I was like, no one knows that. Or at least like for me, it's like, I'm like, cool people know that. <laughs> so he, he automatically, was, I was just like, yes, he's a nerd. This is going to be great. Uh, he's an aerospace engineer, so knows way more things about space than did, I can ever imagine. Did he say, hi, I'm Mitch, and like 
quickly in the conversation said, I'm an aerospace engineer, in which case Kendall's like, Kendall is like, okay, I'm officially yeah. turned on. My, oh, completely. I was like, bing, 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 like this guy. Um, She's like, lady boner. On, honestly, yes. So, and then he brought the whole thing about like, you know, Europa. And I was like, this is just like in the bag. No, he's, uh, yeah, he's just like a, a sexy nerd, my sexy nerd. So it's been uh, lovely. <laughs> so so cute so I mean I love to jump ahead of things but we saw you very you know there's lots of there's lots to what happened in paradise that of course we didn't see and you were yeah. just on last season of paradise and I'm sure lots of people have thoughts on like you going there and trying to like ruin Joe's time and blah 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 but there's always thoughts you know we all know that like despite whatever your thoughts or whatever the whole story was that like you definitely left there like upset still broken you know broken hearted to a certain degree you know like were you did you consider yourself fully healed from Joe after that or did you get fully healed because of paradise oh I mean I felt like I was fully healed from that past relationship before I went or else I wouldn't have gone um and I think being back definitely brought up a lot of feelings but I left feeling really good about how everything went and um that it ended on more of like a positive note with a lot of clarity um and both of us neither of us were interested in like rekindling anything it wouldn't have made any sense um but yeah no I actually left the beach thinking like man like dang that was hard but I feel a lot better because of it and I think we're both kind of like on the right path to where we need to go um and it wasn't until you know a little bit later in that uh I was uh, you know there's always a different interpretation of events and so yeah um that's when it kind of became more of a I guess an interesting situation, like reliving things in in a different way than Mm -hmm. I had expected to. Mm -hmm. So we can safely say that you left paradise knowing that Joe was not going to be your person. Oh no. Yeah. So now that you're with Mitch, Mm -hmm. I mean, give me the tea. Like, is he your person (laughs) forever? This is like the full circle moment I'm trying to have right now. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I mean, I know that's like really (laughs) intense for him to hear if he ever listens to the almost. No, I mean, we, I think we started talking about babies since day one. So, I mean, our first date, I think we're both on the same path of where we want to be, what we're ready for. Um, And he's just continues to impress me with who he is and how he views life and how he challenges me. So uh, I'm really excited. I, I just keep getting excited to move forward with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's ever like a definite like this guy's gonna be, you know, husband babies. Although like I definitely envision that, but um, but I'm just excited to take the next step. You know, I, I just can't wait to get to to keep moving forward. Oh, exciting! What what is the next step that you foresee? Well, um, for me, I don't want to live with somebody until I'm engaged. I think that's so smart. Somebody recently told me, I think I shouldn't live um, with a future boyfriend until we're engaged. Mm -hmm. And that was the ultimatum I kind of gave Jared. It wasn't an ultimatum. We were only together for three months, but I was like, (laughs) I don't think it's right for us to live together until we're engaged. Yeah. And that's what we did. And it worked out perfectly. And I hope the same for you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, exci- I'm excited for it. We were already talking about different places we'd want to live together. Okay. Um, but I mean, I've lived with a few people in the past and it's always been when you move in with somebody, it just changes the dynamic of a relationship. It's and if not, you're not ready romantic for it anymore. Okay. Yeah. It can be romantic, of course, but there's a lot less romance and there's a lot less excitement over like hearing their footsteps or like the knock at the door when they get there. Yeah, you know. But also, and, I and like being two completely like individual people, yeah. and you know, really enjoying mm-hmm. like our own independence and doing whatever we you know want to do in our time. Being, you know, 
us separated and we have the rest of our lives to be together. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited for that to be um, the next step. I would love to live with him, but we'll see. So the next step is engagement. Okay, got it. it. Okay, so Becca, you've been with Haley for four years, but you guys don't live together. And why is that? And do you have any plans to? We don't. We um, both have like separate... I have a house and she has her place too. And so I think... But we always like we spend every night together just like so we Mm -hmm. basically have two do you feel like you're (laughs) wasting money on mortgage or well not on mortgage (laughs) i feel because i feel great about having a house but i think um it's kind of i think eventually we will move in a direction where we live in one home Mm -hmm. um and i still like we basically i mean we essentially live together and i still feel very much like excited to see her. Every- oh my oh, god. I love that. Stop. Now I feel horrible. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Now that you say it like that, I ha- tell Jerry, okay, so I don't know if you remember during our wedding ceremony, Alon, you guys know, former bachelor in par- bachelor paradise group like basically like founder <laughs> like brain master um he was the officiant of our wedding and he said ashley's a goldfish you know like you like hurt her or you make her happy or something happens and then like she has like a rebound rate of two seconds and before <laughs> you know it she's like at it again she's like she was rejected and she's sad for a second she cries really hard and then she's at it again yeah. I tell Jared all the time ago, this is this is what happens. So he comes home really late, but every single night, like when he comes home from work, I get so excited for him to come home. And then he comes home and he's like a bump on a log. He's so tired. And I'm like, oh man, today wasn't the day. Today wasn't the day that like we had like a great <laughs> night together. It was such a blast. But like tomorrow, tomorrow he's going to come home. And I'm going to be excited again. And he's going to fall asleep on the couch. Um, so yeah, I, I guess, you know, I still get very excited for him to come home. And that's really Aww. cute that you guys are the same yeah. way four years later. Yeah, it's. I never thought I would be someone who felt that way for someone after so much time. Didn't we always say like, we don't know how we would ever live with someone. Yeah, because I get so annoyed. I mean, I get so annoyed with people. Like, I need my space. And yeah. she's, like, the only person that I don't need, like, space from. Yeah, you need, like, your fart bubble. Like, your fart <laughs> room. I'm, I'm a farter. You're, um, yeah. Good for you. I'm jealous. Good for every... Haley, good yeah. for everybody. Did none of us... Did not have a fart either. She doesn't fart in front of you either. We're not... Yeah. Oh, Mitch farts all the time. Wait, first, I have to say his name sounds like a rom-com, like, the star of a rom Mitch Sagely? Are you kidding? Mitch It does, actually. It literally sounds like a movie name yeah yes. i really like his last name yeah it's a really good name i might yeah. steal it at some point yeah yes. <laughs> my Kendall it. sagely yeah. that's cute yeah, too. it's really cute. cute that's nice for me yeah too. all right so um let's end this segment with just saying the the couple things one to two to three whatever you feel like things that your partner um has as a quality that you were always looking for and another one that they have that you never even thought you needed Mm, that's a really good question <laughs> we're looking at, looking at each other like you, <laughs> you go <first. laughs> um i'm gonna say the one quality that i well, the first one is what the one that you felt you needed and the second one's yeah you didn't you. need you didn't think you need but like love having okay um i think the first one is um something that i've always wanted to have in a partner is someone that challenges me and i learn something new from them and they can teach me new things and uh, with Mitch, he's so excited and so pumped to show me new podcasts and different things that, 
things that he's learned. And I do these little science videos and he always gives me good ideas for them. And he loves researching and just broadening our minds and discussing crazy topics. So I, I've really admired that in him and that we continuously um, challenge each other and stimulate each other in a lot of ways. Um, and the one quality that I didn't think that I needed, um, you know, I, I love that he holds me accountable for what I believe and why I believe it. And um, whenever I have an opinion or a view about something, he always says, well, why do you think that? Or what, what got you to thinking that? And sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I just thought it because maybe like that's what people are doing. And um, he really challenges me in uh, like holding, like standing behind what I believe and actually researching why I believe certain things. And um, I just find that to be really fascinating because I'm always continuously trying to under my, understand myself like as he's understanding me. Um, and yeah, I'm just really impressed by that. That's so, good that's stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Both of those are, yeah. I should have gone first. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I you had more time. To- <laughs> uh, this is a hard question. I, I would kind of need a minute. Um, I think the thing that I was like hoping to, what was the, what was the question? <laughs> hoping okay, to, like, something, something that, that you needed that your okay, partner yeah. has, and then something that you didn't know you needed that you love that they have. Okay. Something that I needed was someone who could, um, help me learn how to communicate. Okay. I'm like such, I shut down like any, I don't like confrontation. I don't like to talk things out. And she's very much like, let's talk it out. Let's, let's, try to understand each other and understand the situation before we move on from it. And it's really helped me in so many ways, like with every relationship in my life. Um, and the other thing would be, she has brought different worldviews to my attention that I never had before. And I don't think I ever would have had, had I not met someone so different than me. And I really, I always thought I wanted someone who, had everything the same as me and that we aligned on everything. And I think it's, it's really like, there's something really cool about getting to learn about each other and hear each other and experience different worldviews and views on different things and opinions on different things that, um, I'm kind of the same way. It made me think broader. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great answer. Okay. Well, next up we have a mentalist coming on and maybe he'll know more about our relationships than we do. (laughs) (laughs) Get him on. All right, we have a very special guest. We have Nevo, the youngest mentalist in the world. How young are you? I'm 17. Actually. Oh my what? goodness, what a little baby. I would baby. not have guessed that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. What was your estimation if you had to like say how old am I? Wait, what? I was going to say 22. Yeah, I would say like 23-ish. I probably I would have guessed around there too. Yeah, know, but that means you can you can pull, you know, you can pull from all age groups when it comes to the dating pool. Well, we need to have them another I'm, year I'm before the, we I'm encourage right. that. That's right. <laughs> I'm so inappropriate. Well, I am so excited that you're here and I've never met a mentalist before and it's and we hear so much about psychics, mediums, but mentalists, can you define what that means? Well, actually, it's a mind reader. Yeah. Uh, when I'm starting my show, I'm saying I use three main techniques, mind reading, mind influencing, and bullshit. So- <laughs> <laughs> How much bullshit do you do? <laughs> well, I can't tell you, but I'm an entertainer. I'm performing in front of big crowds, reading people's mind, having fun. So it's like, 
it's very different than psychic or stuff like that. Well, thank you for joining our girls night. This is truly like the most unique, cool thing we could have for girls night. Like I'm so excited. This is a new thing that we should use for bachelorette parties now. I love right? that idea. Instead of bringing strippers in, which yeah. no girl really wants. <laughs> no, no, Let's no, no. bring in a no, mentalist. Yeah. It's way more fun. Uh, way more fun. Actually, yeah, it is. I'm from Israel. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm the youngest mentalist in the world, as you said. And I'm doing it when I'm performing in Israel. I'm doing a lot of like oh, cool parties or yeah. Oh, like bachelor oh, so you do a lot, a lot of parties yeah. like that. That's awesome. That's so cool. All right. So we heard that you guessed our producer's first kiss. You knew the name of the boy who gave her her first kiss, which is so amazing so we're gonna keep with the theme mm-hmm. and we're gonna go around the circle here it's me ashley my name's ashley this is kendall and this is becca and you're going to tell us the names of the person that we first kissed and can you give us more detail like can you tell us the environment in which we were in if that's what we're thinking of like if i were to put myself back in that place <laughs> are you able to say ashley his name was this you were in a room that looked like this and you were this old or at least can you give me the age that i was <laughs> well let's start with a quick warm-up He's like, please, <laughs> please just calm down lady <laughs> Let's start with a warm-up. Okay, well, warm-up. Well, making sure I told your producer to bring an envelope, a sealed envelope. Is it there? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we have the envelope. <laughs> Can you show it to the camera? Yeah. Just, just like, no, okay. no, don't touch it. Uh-huh. Don't oh, don't touch it. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. We see, we see. But he cannot like, see. Oh, Audience okay. listening, Nevo cannot see the what's on the envelope paper. No, I know what's on the envelope paper. <laughs> Actually, I have it here as well. But just... Put it face down. Okay. Put it face down. This face is down. this will be the prediction. Okay. okay. This will be the end of the old game. So okay. Let me let me tell the audience since this is a podcast and it's audio. Danielle flashed a number that was typed out on white paper for me, and it was a long number. I'd say there is like <laughs> eight digits. I only remember one. Okay. <laughs> she remembers one, and and apparently Nevo is now going to in his house in Israel is going to show us the same numbers on a piece of paper halfway around the world. So we'll try to do it, but just before that, okay. I wrote something here on this chalkboard. Uh-huh. Let's say, Ashley, you can go to anywhere you want in the whole world. Which country you would like to visit? Just give me the name. Hmm, I'd like to go to France. That's the place I've never been before that I would really like to go. It's France. Yeah. Very interesting. And... Kendall, can you think of any person's name you'd like to visit in France with? Like any name. It can be someone from your family, from your friend. Oh, I have a friend. Or... I have a friend named Killian that lives in France. Is he supposed to say the oh, name? Say you can just say oh, the name. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, I know. His, his name's so, Killian. He lives in I already France. wrote something. It's kind of a prediction. It's okay. here. Oh, okay. What's the name? Uh, his name's Killian, and he lives in France. Killian. Yeah. Very interesting. So Killian, France. And what was your name again? Sorry. Becca. Becca. Uh-huh. So nice to meet you, first of all. Nice to meet Think you. All... I told you I can go with the older girls for me. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, just think of any amount of money you would spend with Killian, her friend, in uh, France. Any amount of money. I can I say it out loud? Yeah. 
It's a big trip with me and Killian in France. And look, Killian is a very unique name. So if there's something with that (laughs) name, it's a unique name. But you said 25,000, you said Killian, and you said France. I couldn't predict all of those. No. But I hold a chalkboard from the start of the show. And I told you that I wrote something before the show started. And I must tell you that I wrote France. What? Yeah, and it's 25,000. That oh, is insane. Oh, 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 I have chills. I am, like my whole body feels like. <laughs> and he happened? didn't touch it at all. There was no way he touched it. No, we were watching him the whole time. He did not touch his board. How did you know yeah. this before you even met us? Like, I can even, well, I, I could almost. Well, I have to kill you. So. <laughs> Killian, you. That was good. <laughs> wait, Killian? Wait, I'm so. Killian is a so, so, so weirded out right now. I'm so weirded out because okay, Kendall's just saying that her her um, ex was a magician. This is not true. Joe, guys. Another ex. He was a magician, <laughs> and and this has been the greatest magic trick of all time. This is yeah. This I, is I, actually I, on par with some of the magic. best magic tricks I've seen. It's been different than magic because people are a bit confused about what is a mentalist, what is like, is it a magician? Well. I'm using NLPs, that's uh, neuro linguistic programming. I'm using body language reading. So I'm using more psychological techniques than sleight mm. of hand. That's different from magician. Oh, that's interesting. But, but, but when did you write that down? Yeah, I thought you wrote that, wrote that down before you even met before, us. Before we did a call, yeah. Then, then how did you get our body language? How did you get our body language? <laughs> he read our minds. No, that was how to influence you to think about the certain things. But as I told you, if I'll tell you how to kill you. Actually, funny story. Last show, I told someone in the crowd, if I tell her, I have to kill you. And then he stood up and he said, can you please tell my wife? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, you said that was the warm-up. So I am That's a good I'm very, very excited for <laughs> yeah, the future continue. of Let's this continue. conversation. Let's continue. So the envelope will still be here. By the way, this is my cell phone. We'll go um, to do something with it in a couple of seconds. But just before that... Um, let's say, Becca, can you think about, just imagine in front of you, a, a watch starts to spin and the lo- shorter dial, just the shorter dial starts to spin and it stops in a specific hour. What hour is it? Just tell me an hour. No, no, what? just don't, don't say anything. Just think of it. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And Ashley, can you think of let's say think of number of minutes so together you'll create a certain time okay so she thinks of the hour and i think of the minute hand exactly okay yes got it i'm holding um my wristwatch and look at me don't change your mind please Mm -hmm. can you come a little closer to the camera so i'll be able to see you yeah Okay, now I can see you properly. Just think of it, say it again and again. What is the number of, what's the hour? Five. Five, what's the number of minutes? 36. 36, 536. Well, I said this watch, you'll go crazy. <laughs> 536, exactly. <laughs> you guys. There's no way. There's on? no way. That's He's insane. Not even in the same room with us. For some reason, it'd be more believable if he could like 
channel brainwaves or something, but he's across the world. That's insane. And you guys, his watch, of course, as as our reaction alludes to, it says 536. That's crazy. Wow. Whoa. Huh. Play, let's huh. play more. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm actually in the whole part of the of the world. I'm in Israel. Right now, um, actually, I've been the Israel's finalist of Israel's Got Talent, uh-huh. and I'm now starting my career abroad. And next week, I'm coming to Los Angeles to do some shows there. So I'm like very. very oh, we have to see you in Los Angeles, yeah, for sure. Seriously, you got. They'll be well, there. I'll, I'll, I have like a few performances in the Laugh Factory, you know, on Sunset. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's right near where I live. So you're more than welcome. Yeah. Actually, in, in like three hours, I have a flight to Dubai. Oh, wow. <laughs> my goodness. You're a, you're a world traveler. So are we able to go around and you think of the name of the boy that we first kissed? Or are we not allowed? This is the last game we get to play with you. I know we have to let you go. No, no. Then we'll do another one because we still have that envelope there. But let's oh, do it. Oh. Let's do it. Oh, okay. Multiple, <laughs> multiple games left for us. Okay, this is fantastic. All right, uh, everybody, think about, think about your answer. Um, you know what? Okay. I think I want to do it with. Who wants to try to do it? Who wants to do it? Well, well Kendall Let should go next. Please. I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah, Kendall, Kendall. Look at me. Just making sure, Kendall, because the viewers will be hundred percent sure we set it up. Everything is like. Did you tell me anything before the show started? No, no. I just I, I met you as soon as the mic was on. Yeah. So do we know each other personally? No. No. You seem to be very happy about it. But okay. <laughs> no, no, it I just it makes it more authentic, you know? <laughs> you know nothing about me. <laughs> Look at me. Just think of the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. Do you remember what was your age back then? Oh gosh. Uh not really. I'm trying to think. I know the grade I was in. Okay, that's <laughs> like some some hair, am I right? Oh. I'm sorry? Hey, like a little hair, something unique, maybe. Answer by yes or no, Kendall. He had uh he did have hair. <laughs> yes, that's him. He drew a picture of a stick figure. <laughs> we'll do it seriously. This time, look at me. Yeah. Think just how many letters. Tell you the don't letter. Say. Oh. Don't don't say. just think how many. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to do like that. Oh <laughs> no! I was really trying to channel the brain waves. I had like my fingers on my temples. Like you will know the name. Yeah, okay. Well, I hope I wrote it the right way. Yeah, I think it did. For the first time, can you say what is the name? I'm holding like this. Okay. First kiss. Kyle. Kyle? Yeah. And I couldn't predict it was still Kyle, right? You, you couldn't. No, there's no way. What was your age back then? I was in eighth grade. In eighth grade, you <laughs> kissed Kyle for the first time. Yeah. This is what I wrote the name Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Insanity. That's so insane. The best day of my life. I 
am so I can't I don't even know how to react I am so how is this happening that's actually really insane before we uh, got on the podcast I was telling the girls that like one of the most like entertained moments of my life was at my senior um like graduation party where we had a hypnotist and like these kids really went under the spell of the hypnotist and now here I am about half my life later and I think I'm even more flabbergasted. Yeah, that's Thank pretty you. insane. By the way, I have a surprise for you, uh, Kendall. Oh. So you'll go crazy. Kyle, come in. Oh my gosh, yeah. That would be, that'd be insane. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What do you say? Oh, he's like, Kyle, come in. I haven't seen him since forever. <laughs> Not that good. All right, Nevo. It was a peck, okay? <laughs> yeah, but you still have that envelope. Look there, am I right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We need to wrap up, but we have to do this envelope. Yeah, I'm very excited to see this. Okay, so I this. told your producer from the start of the, before even started mm -hmm. to, to write something and to put it inside a sealed envelope. Mm -hmm. I have an envelope here mm -hmm. and on my cell phone, my cell phone is opened and it shows the calculator. I wrote a number in the calculator. Okay. We will do some calculation. I hope the listeners can like follow with us. Mm -hmm. Let's try to do it like this. Ashley. Mm -hmm. Can you open your calculator? My calculator on my phone? Yeah. Okay, yes. And can you just give me two digits? Make sure to write the same digits as we say. As you tell me to. Okay, yes, go for it. Just give me any two random digits. Okay, got it. Tell me. Oh, 62. 62. 62. Okay, Kendall, give me three digits. Um, 813. 813. Make sure I'm writing the same numbers you say, okay? Okay. Should, should, I, should I do something with 813? Yeah, you should add those. Add them? Okay. Add to 813. Plus, okay. Exactly. Plus, let's say, can you please give me back a four digits? 5489. 5489. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have someone else with you in the room? Yes. Yes. Right here. Okay. Tell her to think about five digits. Okay. Tell us. Wait, I hope I just added right. Okay. Yeah. Four. Say it out loud. <clears throat> Say it out loud, digit by digit, and make sure to add those numbers. It's like, tell me. Okay. Four. Six. Nine. Two. Two. Seven. Okay. Okay. So this number, right? Did you add this number? Yeah. <laughs> I I hope I didn't mess up on the calculator. If we did, does it? Do you guys? Somebody else use a calculator and okay. add that up just I'll so that it. we I'll can make it. sure. We'll do it one more time. Don't yeah. worry. And Kendall, can you give me six digits? Um. Okay. Uh. Nine. Seven. Three. Eight. Two, six. Okay. And for the last number, I would like, Ashley, give me two digits. Two more digits. Okay. 36. 36. And we will continue this number. So don't press the equal yet. Okay. Becca, give me five digits. Eight, six, four, Five, nine, one. That's it. That's it. 
I was like, I lost count. I, I, was, I had to count my fingers all like six. <laughs> this long number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you know what? You said one, let's add one. Let's add one. Add one, okay, plus one. Okay, so this is what you did. This is what you told me, right? I mm-hmm. couldn't predict all of it. No. And I told you that I wrote something on my calculator on my cell phone before it started and it's still here, right? Mm-hmm. I want to show it to you. It's 172842360. Can you add this number to this whole score? Add that number to the, okay. Yeah. I definitely messed up on my calculator somewhere along the line, but I'm going to, I'm going to continue. And if it's off, then we're going to re-add and it's okay. We're going to figure this out. Okay. Let me see real close. Hold that close, close to the screen. Okay. So that's our number plus one, seven, two, eight, four, two, three, six, zero. Okay. Can you show me the, the score? I must have messed up. <laughs> Darn it. Maybe. What? What do you Can want me to show you? Show me the cell phone. Make sure it's close to the camera. This is the score for all of it. Something happened. Something happened. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Okay, let's add, let me add up, start at the beginning. Wait, let's did, add up. Did you get Real the... quick, let's do it. We will co- recontinue everything. Look at you Danielle. Said. Danielle, they're all making fun of me, guys. <laughs> you know, sometimes you add the add button yeah, twice yeah. and then something okay. happens and you forgot that you pressed the add button a couple times before entering the new number. Okay. So, okay. Right, so thank you, 62. thank you. 62 plus, um, is that 813? One, oops. who left me okay wait you know what kendall i feel like she is the left brainer of all of us oh we'll see okay eight one three plus i'm getting closer eight four two eight four two eight four two three six zero i had it from here here in the start of the show okay yes i have a number it's uh Two one zero seven three four zero six eight. When I told your producer to bring an envelope with a number, it can't be. No, you just said it's impossible. No, it's impossible. Well, because we just we all separately came up with a whole bunch random of numbers, numbers absolutely, absolutely random. Before you open it, I want to show you what I had in my envelope from the start of the show. He's going to show us first. Us He's, you, we should open it at the same time. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I can already see it. Same time. It will be. <laughs> the number. Yes. Exactly. That is insane. You guys, I, I, I'm <laughs> mind blown. I believe in everything now. You know, like everything in this life, I believe. That actually blows my mind. I'm a but woman of science, that, dang it. <laughs> it is the score, but it's not just the score. You created this number and this is The Bachelor. Oh my. Wait, so when you turn it around, 
the way in, I write it. The I way you it. wrote it. Oh, that I is can see. so can see. crazy. Wow. <gasps> what in the world? Oh, you guys, you need to screen record. This. Are we screen recording this? That okay, blows my mind. Can we put it up on our Instagram? Or on our, yeah, we can do it. Wow. Oh. Wow. <gasps> You're inside my brain. <laughs> you guys, we just came up with The Bachelor in number form. That actually really blows my I'm mind because I have no idea how that happened. You guys, if you're interested in what we're seeing, because like, yes, numbers can in your head look like letters and he created and we apparently all came up with numbers that looked like The Bachelor when you turn it around. And we're going to put it up on our Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's actually pretty Nemo, crazy. I, I have to say you have been our most fascinating guest in all of was it five years? <laughs> Holy moly. So congratulations and thank you. Yes, thank you. That That's was incredible. Amazing. Thank you. And just like a quick message to tell everyone, keep thinking good and positive thoughts because you can never know who might be reading them. Thank wow. Gosh, like, I'm hoping, like, what yes. did I think while we were doing this podcast? <laughs> thank you so, so much. You are truly amazing. Where can people find you and where can we come see you? Are you going on a tour of the U.S.? Yeah, I am going on a tour in the U.S. from the 10th of June. And I'll be there until the 24th, and I'm coming again and again. You should follow me on Instagram. It's at Nevo the Mentalist, N-E-V-O, Nevo the Mentalist. And that's it. Thank you. Too fun. Thank you so much. That was so, so amazing. Thank you so applause. much. <laughs> that was great. That was so great. <laughs> Okay, I could make a little bit more logic if like there was some sort of energy <laughs> vibes in the room. But the fact that that guy, he put these numbers together before he even saw our faces or even yeah. knew that the three of us were going to sit down today. You guys were, you know, there's we've got lots of girls here and we they, they chose you guys for this mentalist interview. Man, he did not know. That's so funny. I was just thinking of numbers on the fly, even. I, I didn't yeah. even know what the numbers were when I was me, saying yeah, them. I was like, uh, is that six? <laughs> Three. <laughs> so is he a fortune teller or a mind reader? I, I want him to be. I want him to tell my fortune if he is a fortune teller. Wait, what? I'm, I'm like, trying to imagine dating him. Like, oh, imagine yeah. you're That'd just like insane. you're like I'm not even going to say it. I'm just going to think it. He's, He's like, like, how dare I, you think yeah. that evil thing about me? <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, well, the guys check that guy out i mean check him out that, i want to go see him one year i'm so jealous out. you guys live in la so that you can go see him you next need week. to make a special yeah. special trip out this here this guy needs his own podcast amy <laughs> follow the ben and ashley i almost famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia the cia and the kgb that's where my new podcast begins this is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.